Alright everybody, welcome back. Day who knows what of the quarantine. Hold my bread. Uh, I'm here with uh, Joel Wachowski. Not here physically, but here in spirit. Uh, Joel, how are you? Hi, I am Joel Wachowski. I am alongside Matt Beck, his first rule of podcasting. Let the people know your name, Matty. What's up, gluten gang? Rather around the bread train, it is time to carbo load. Welcome to Hold My Bread, the comedy Wall Street podcast. Today, we're up, baby. We're valued at $1,036. Oh, it's nice to break that. Uh, we've been stuck about $800, $900 for a couple weeks now, so it's nice to break through to the other side. Yeah, and, um, you know, as you know, newly minted barons. We are beneficiaries of the entire country being set up to falsely rig the stock market to go up. The Dow is approaching 25,000. We are at peak unemployment. Everything is ostensibly fine, even though the idea of a store is chaotic and brings only negative energy. So good to be that. Maddie, how you doing? I feel good. I'm a, it's a early afternoon. I feel good about it. Uh, the day. I My unemployment hit. I got that government cheese spread all over this white-ass cracker. Um, yeah, I feel good. You know, I'm drinking my coffee. I, uh, I'm talking to you. I, I'm very happy. Uh, I, I read today, I uh, saw that supposedly there's hopes of a vaccine uh, in June or July uh, from Oxford. And, you know, Oxford, they got books and dictionaries and stuff. I'm sure they know about vaccines. Yeah, I've been to Oxford. There's a lot of uh, taxidermied animals, so it's kind of like I'm hanging out with my cousins in rural Michigan, and I would trust them to create a vaccine just like I would trust Oxford. And they all wear uh, snakeskin belts that your dad made them? 100%. Everyone (laughs) needs to get a snakeskin belt. It is the ultimate investment. And, uh, you know, let's get into it here. Well, I have a quick I have a quick thing before we do before before we I, I don't know if you I didn't send you this video I know you have an outline prepared but I wanted to I wanted to tell you about or ask if you saw this because we're talking about being up did you see were Wall Street bets fans were on there did you see the guy spy clothes uh, green did you see that oh yeah the guy who drank his own pee yes I was gonna say we're not the only ones celebrating that guy did you watch the video and <laughs> I did not watch the video of the of the guy drinking his own pee. <laughs> I do uh, see the top story under Yahoo News is that Spy, the most important earnings season in history. And I imagine that is referring to the gentleman on Wall Street bets drinking his own pee. <laughs> yeah. All right. Either way. Sorry. I didn't mean to, 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 to distract you. I just had to bring that up. And, you know, props to Wall Street bets for falsely inflating the cost of a penny stock to $5 a share among rumors that Amazon was going to purchase it and then dumping it right before the earnings call. Good for them. Make your money. We got to get on that train. Yeah, we need to be more plugged into the Wall Street bets life. Yeah, and, you know, we need to get a little bit more aggressive here with our investing. And let's do that. Let's reinvest totally over the next week. Ooh, as we've recorded the show, we've made $2.28, which is pretty cool. I Well, hell, I love that. Um, yeah, so go ahead, though. Go ahead. I, I didn't mean to, like I said, I, I didn't mean to distract with the pee drinking. I just had to bring that up. Yeah, we, we own 14 stocks. We have about 220 shares total, and I think we should liquefy, start from the bottom up. And see what we can do. We know so much more, so 
Next week, let's have a total liquefaction episode. I'm into that. Let's do that. I'm, I'm totally down. Let's, yeah, we we still own stocks in Ford, which we will get into later. They're being praised as a patriotic company because they're making PPEs. But let's get into it. Your hero, Elon Musk, the altruistic billionaire himself, wants the country to reopen. How do you feel? I mean, I think that much like a fa- much like I, I'm not a father, but I would imagine this is how a parent feels that you love them, but you don't uh, love everything they do or say. I'm making a lot of reckless comments that I can't defend. I know I'm supposed to be defending him. It's very hard to defend. I will say this. I mean, he said some crazy things. Um, and I think it was a lot of like off the cuff uh, responses to feelings he's been having and people have been having. Because if you look, people look at his tweets he posted, but people also, I don't think, looked at like some of the tweets he, he sent out after that in response. Um, I have a tweet right here. Uh, he says uh, somebody called him out uh, about like the studies of how you know this all seems to be working and uh, and uh, all that. And he says reopen with care and appropriate protection, but don't put everyone under house arrest. Um, okay, so here here's what Musk has done right over the previous two months. He converted his his a lot of his production facilities to create ventilators. Uh-huh. But on the contrary, he's been someone who's been resistant to the shutdown. He tried to find loopholes to keep Tesla active. Their factory in California has been shut down since March, and they're still making a great profit. They're still valued by Wall Street, and their, their stock, it's about where it was before this all started. However, we see him clamoring for an end to the shutdown, and that is because of Tesla's upcoming earnings report. Yeah, so, big time's coming. Yeah, so if the stock is to stay where it is, it puts Chief Executive Officer Elon Musk in position to f- receive the first tranche. Uh, that's quoting for an article. Love the word tranche. So he gets his first stock options, which, you know, two years ago, Tesla has a 3,000% return on investment, but he's going to be paid $750 million if yeah. the stock stays where it is. And you have to look at it. I mean, obviously, we're talking about a billionaire, a billionaire that grew up rich, a billionaire that grew up rich and privileged in apartheid South Africa. I'm aware of that. Um, but he's also put a lot of sweat and tears and uh, and uh, and worked at long hours. And, you know, you want to win. He wants to win. He's a winner. He wants to win. So sure he's uh you know people obviously hear he's just trying to make his money but he's he's do that he's trying to win but if you look at the statistics of how in a rate of infection affects uh, a where a factory or warehouse facility the spread is pretty crazy given that enclosed environment oh, i believe one one sick worker will re- result in like 200 days at least of lost time of work and really musk is tweeting give people their freedom back free america now and really is it do you want your liberties do you want your freedoms or do you want your 750 million dollar payday right now yeah i i do think it's that's the other part that's kind of disgusting about this to me is is it's just a to me and to i think uh, most people it's just a masked or a veiled attempt at He's a freedom fighter, but really he's he just wants to win his money. 
Yeah, and he only has one U.S. production plant that is shut down, and he needs to convince the stock market that his market cap is worth double the combined value of General Motors, Ford, and Fiat Chrysler, which I don't know if that's necessarily the case. Right. Are people, are customers in quarantine chomping at the bit to buy a Model Y? Do they want a Model 3 sedan? I don't know, but this, the company's up 69%. Nice since April 2nd. And yeah. you see some nefarious, nefarious things coming out from Musk. Yeah, not a good look from him lately, but you know, he has, uh, he's come back from a lot. He came, he called that guy a pedophile. He came back. Uh, he, um, dated Grimes. He came back. Uh, I'm is he still this. dating Grimes? I don't know if they're still together or not. Uh, I, I, I don't know. I, I'll look it up. I'll, I'll do some research as we're, as we're going, but I, um, do some research. I'll do some research. I'll, I'll text him. Grimes. Yeah. Go uh, to the library and try and get to the bottom of this. Exactly. Cut to me with, by a candlelit book and a magnifying glass <laughs> searching, um, yeah, so he's he'll come back from this. You know, the people that stand... I would not say I'm an Elon stan. I am an Elon realist. I like him. I, I like the... I, for what he's done and what he's trying to do for mankind, you've got to respect it. He's trying to save Venice from Mars, goddammit. What he's trying to do for mankind is get personally rich and enslave us as worker drones. It's no different than what Jeff Bezos does. The ethos of the billionaire does not change every time he he's under fire he pivots and talks about how his his innovations are going to change the world i've yet to see one of his innovations change the world now he has an hvac system that is going to help fight climate change you know i'm more worried about you being an evil billionaire who's trying to put your workers in jeopardy i um they're they're together by the way elon and grimes are together so Elon and Grimes are together. Maybe she's the one behind all this. She's griming for all the, the capitalist out overflow, and so she can line her the packets of her leather pants. I forgot that Elon Musk and Grimes are having a baby. Oh, wow. It's going to have a really bad name, isn't it? I mean, probably. Uh, maybe they'll name it, like, I don't know. What do you think they're going to name it? I mean, I just meant the last name Musk is bad. Oh, oh well, I mean, Elon and Grimes, I mean... Imagine they get married. Her name becomes her name becomes Grimes Musk. Yeah, um, a lot of people think they named their their child Influenza. Uh, uh, they're gonna name it COVID. COVID. Uh, COVID twenty. Yeah, I uh, I, I googled are Elon Musk and Grimes bro uh, broken up, uh, and it's it auto corrected to are Elon Musk and Bill Gates best friends. <laughs> <laughs> so uh that's what people want to know are they what are his closest relationships uh yeah i would love to i mean i truly have no idea does elon how does a billionaire have friends does it, you know david geffen who are his friends david geffen's friends uh they're mostly 12 and 13 years old <laughs> Yeah, he's got to be a pedophile. There's no way. Yeah, most of his friends, um, they're also tight with Brian Singer, and yeah. not tight the way you would expect. Yeah. Uh, David Geffen, he powers his yacht by throwing the bodies of kids in there. It's, it's a child-powered uh, yacht. Yeah, we have uh, Natalie Wood fuel efficiency. <laughs> um, yeah, so like I said, I can't defend Elon Musk, you know, but people say things... Um, 
And we, we, we know we're not canceling people anymore. It's not happening. Nobody's no one will canceled. ever be canceled again. No one's being canceled. After this, no one's going to be hopefully offended by jokes anymore. Who knows? Can you imagine all this gets back to, like, we get back to normal and the, uh, we put the uh, this pandemic behind us and people are still upset about jokes? Yeah. We, what we really need to crack down on at this turning point in human history is people saying the word retard. Yeah. That's what if, caused COVID-19. Yeah, we got to be done with canceling people. Otherwise, I cannot quit comedy and get a real job because of all of my roast battles being online. All right. <laughs> uh, yeah, I have a particular set of skills. I'm pretty good at saying slurs. Yeah, and, and people, uh, I can really soften the blow when you hear it. Yeah, not at all. Maybe I can, ju- you know, I've got problematic social media. Maybe I should go work for Tesla. Hey, yeah, I mean, he might like your stuff. Uh, what was it? A comedian, Morgan Murphy, I think it was, got tweeted at by Elon Musk. He, like, took one of her memes and, uh, and tweeted it, and she tweeted at him and was like, that's my dog. And he was like, great dog, good work, or whatever. He tweeted something weird at her. I should have uh, saved it. Hey, Morgan Murphy, great Twitter follow. She shared the story of she was playing high school basketball and she made one of her teammates get rid of the shoes they bought because she had the same pair of shoes, which is just the biggest alpha move you got. Wow, and they did it? That's yeah, they did it. Nice. That's, yeah, power, that's powerful. Yeah, and you see just the mechanisms with Eli, with Tesla, with the stock market as a whole, to falsely inflate these prices like... How has the Dow gone up 5,000 points over the previous six weeks? It Was it a t- sense. Yeah, if we're really just washing away a quarter of the, the fiscal year, the prices should be affected, and I don't see the prices being affected. This is the kind of instability that makes me think of hypercapitalism, and it makes me think we're in a bad place financially. Well, and isn't it like aren't aren't a lot of companies we're coming up on earnings season, right? Earnings are going to be reported soon, and it's not going to be good for early quarterly earnings, I believe, right? Because it's and it's not going to be good for a lot of companies. I mean, unemployment, all this stuff is adding up to, on paper, to me at least, it seems like the Dow should not be going up um, because of everything else that's going on around it, and yet it's still going up. Well, luckily, the Dow is going down as we speak, and, you know, it, things are getting back. We should be poor. We should be wearing barrels to work. I, I, given the state of the world, it wouldn't surprise me that our lot in life is to cook beans over a fire under a highway overpass. Well, hey, maybe Elon Musk will let us hang out in front of his Tesla factory, because that's what he's been doing in California. Oh, he is? He's letting homeless people hang out out front. Yeah, his homeless people are just, um, uh, it should just be owners of other major U.S. auto manufacturers. Put Martha Firestone Ford out there. Have her <laughs> eat beans on the side of the road. I would love to see that. <laughs> uh, she's got a designer barrel. It's actually, used to use, they used it to make Maker's Mark. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I, I am tech. Yeah, but I can't, I can't prob. I can't. Find too many problems with Elon Musk's behavior. As we speak, I am texting friend of the show, Renzo. Oh, I'm so sorry. He finally responds to me. What happened? And I just say, I I heard you still look like that. (laughs) Renzo, if you're listening, I love you, buddy. And, uh, you know, you're more than a doorman to me. You're a door person. You're a door friend. He probably misses you. 
I miss him. I Renzo's one of the few people might be the person in New York I miss the most. Wow, big words. He's a part of my daily life and I, I can I can stay in touch with everyone else. It's not like I can FaceTime him to replicate the machinations of a doorman client relationship. That's true. Um, he misses opening the doors for you. And I miss having him open the doors for me. Though, he doesn't open the doors for me that often. Between you, me, and our listeners, Renzo Ramirez, not a great doorman. Probably shouldn't <laughs> have said his last name, and I, pro- I probably should bleep the last name, but I won't remember. There's a lot of, re- there's probably a lot, I mean, there's a lot of Ren- uh, Ramirez in, in New York City. Yeah, I don't gonna, know that I'm going to take a hunch. <laughs> Gabby, I have to pee. Will you fill in for me for 30 seconds? Sure. Yeah, I got to pee. Gabby's going to fill in real quick. Oh, okay, cool. Hey, Gabby, Gabby, friend of the show, how are you doing? Good, I'm good. I last think time I... we had you on, I think we called you. You called me? I think we called you last time you were on the podcast. We called you from Richie's, the Studio Richie. Oh, I thought I was, I remember I was a guest on the show. Was that before, though? But Was that before, was that after, before we called? It doesn't matter. What's going on? How? What are you going to do today? Um, I'm about to do some Pilates. I'm then going to work my stupid job. You're still still going to work? What are you doing? No, I mean, dude, these, uh, these landlords are crazy. Yeah, that's true. I mean, have you seen the stories stories of people trying to get paid uh, for sex or paid with sex during these times? No, but I love it. There's stories of people being like, I can't really pay rent. And like, well, you have sex with me and I'll knock some uh, money off your rent. The landlords are saying that? That's what I've been seeing. That's some wild shit. Welcome to the Wild West. Yeah, I've been, yeah. I've been doing a lot of manual labor on my parents' property. That's been interesting. All right, that's uh, not bad though. You're gonna come back stronger. I've been working. You're doing Pilates. Pilates. I don't really like Pilates. I think Pilates. My sister was right. She told me. I told her I've been doing Pilates, and she said you should do yoga because Pilates is just aggressive yoga. Mm, yeah, but I'm hoping that Pilates like helps you burn more calories. But yeah, you don't yeah. need that. You're like a lanky little, lanky little string bean. No, you'll get yeah. jacked from Pilates so quickly. You'll get a six pack overnight. <laughs> Oh, I'm but already I, working on a six-pack, baby. I've been working out every day. I'm, I'm doing yoga. I can stand on my head. You Matt, can? Oh, yeah. Matt shouldn't be doing anything that makes him burn too many calories, though. I disagree, because he'll get jacked. He'll develop those muscle groups in the in the often ignored part of his bodies. What, what are landlords saying? They're asking people to have sex with them in, in exchange for their rent money. Oh, yeah. I mean... I've been doing that, and like people are really falling for that scam a lot. I mean, I mean we would do that in a heartbeat to get uh, to not have to pay our rent. I mean, I'm doing that, and I don't even own property. There you go. <laughs> no, no, I'm saying we would. I'm saying Joel would definitely have sex with our landlord if if we could get out of paying our rent. But I would insist on bottoming. <laughs> you, know, you would do that? I don't know. Your landlords, I don't know how your landlords, uh, I don't know. They're, they're some of the highest, they're com- well, that sounds bad. Their community is some of the highest like uh, intake of, of sex work in New York City and cocaine in New York City. Oh. Well, uh, that doesn't surprise me at all. One time, uh, one time I, I worked, but back, back in the old times, I had a job in Midtown, and one time mm-hmm. a gentleman... Uh, uh, he came up to me and he asked me for, he was in full outfit. You know what I'm talking about? You know what he was wearing? He was wearing full outfit 
And we're talking about the Hasidic community. Continue. That's right. That's right. And, you know, Hasidic community, um, a lot of people think that Hasidic is a term to refer to all Jewish people. And those people are, of course, correct. No. Hasidic. (laughs) um, Woody Allen is Hasidic. Um, Rod Carew converted to become Hasidic. Nate Fritzen. (laughs) Hasidic. Nate Fritzen. Adam Adam Sandler. Big Hasid. Sorry, uh, what were you saying? Well, so this guy came up to me and he had the, he had everything on. He had his saucer full of secrets. He had his hat. He had everything. Um, and he came up to me and he asked me for directions. And where do you think he asked me for directions to? That's Poundtown. Right. Is it Poundtown? It was. It was just adjacent to uh, to Poundtown. It was actually Grind City. He wanted to go to a strip club and get no. His, and he wanted to get his bibbles grinded on. Oh. Uh, the, yeah. the, the shadiest thing that ever happened to me, I think it was my 23rd birthday. I uh, took, I was in San Francisco. I took nine tabs of acid and That's I promptly locked my keys in my car. So I couldn't do anything. I had to wait for AAA. So I was just tripping so hard on a bus stop and a guy pulls over in a limo. He pulls out a a, a bottle of weed soaked in vodka and he offers me the bottle to get in the car with him. Should have done it. Oh God, no! You wouldn't. We would not be having this conversation right now if you had done that. Yeah, yeah we, my, that was a, that was probably Elon Musk actually. He would have taken chunks out of your butt. My my boss has got to be one of the craziest dudes. You know, like he's he's the nicest guy ever. Okay. Love him, but he's okay. just like so not on board or caring about this this pandemic whatsoever. And so and so (laughs) is your boss Elon Musk. Yeah, right. My my eight one of my agents went over there to pick up their checks and all of the girls were sitting in the office and all of the guys were sitting in the office together. They were all there. Yeah. No masks, I would imagine. Yeah oh my God. Just nothing. Um, one, well, one time again, back, back when I talking, uh, this made me laugh because I, you know, I don't know. I didn't think about, I knew before I moved to New York, I was aware of, you know, uh, Hasidic Jews and everything like that. But some people are so clueless. I was in Midtown and I made a comment about the diamond district and a guy with the most confidence I've ever seen a man have confidence. He goes, ah, the diamond district, a lot of Amish there. And I, <laughs> and, I, and I go, uh, sir, no, those are Jewish people, and yeah. I have never seen a man's face fall so far. If um, New York recovers, if we get back home, we go back to our normal lives, I think we should make a firm commitment to going to the Diamond District as Neil Diamond impersonators. <laughs> yes. The walk of uh, the, the walk of Diamond. You no, know, we can be the Diamond District Diamonds. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So, well, interesting. Yeah, you know, you'll I'll, I'll be crackling Rosie. You'll be sweet Caroline. I think we'll make more money than we do at our current jobs. Hey, you know, it's you know, I don't know. I'm making pretty decent money on my unemployment. Yeah, I haven't gotten any yet, but I'm glad you're the wealthiest you've ever been, and it'll be canceled out before I get any. <laughs> Yeah, thank you all for paying your taxes. I really appreciate it. Uh, I haven't spent. I've been been being very uh, frugal. I haven't spent any of my money. I, I I've wanted to buy sneakers and stuff. I haven't let myself do it. I have not. Given are you it. gonna Are you gonna make an emphasis to support local businesses with your stimulus money, or? 
Um, I, you know, as of now, I'm going to, I'm just going to stack my money as uh, I get, you know, I don't know when this is going to all end. I don't know when my, I don't know how unemployment works when unemployment, how long do I get it? Does it run out eventually? You get 26 weeks. Okay, cool. All right. Well, see, that's, I didn't know that. So, uh, yeah, I'm probably just going to stack it up. And then once, so once we go back to New York, I'm going to run around to all my, my local haunts and support them. I'm going to go to, uh, Benny's and get a slice of pizza go to go to phil's have a drink uh, yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna go to the turkey's nest and buy 300 seltzers yeah 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 oh 300 wow that's a lot yeah, no they they charge two dollars for seltzers so uh, let's get into earnings reports my favorite company where i spend my time where i try and get jobs where i learn about the nba twitter they had their earnings report and they disclosed that ad revenue um it dropped from 27% from March 11th to 31st, and the stock is going down. Even though Twitter's users, Twitter's utilities, everything that makes Twitter a good company is in their favor. However, Twitter is compared to the titan that is Facebook. The ad- advertising revenues from idiots on Facebook and influencers on Instagram, and it can't keep up from a fiscal like perspective. So with Twitter going down, it reported a net loss of $8 million or one cent a share. But I still think they're a great, great company to buy in. They're not equipped to be profitable, but they will at some point. So being able to buy them at $28 a share, I would put some of your stimulus money there and just wait. By the time next pandemic hits, your money will be double it double in value and then you're going to go to log on to twitter.com that's where you're going to get your pandemic info it's very interesting because by all accounts like you said i mean by all accounts they should be going up right i I bet their their users the daily users uh has got to have gone up um the content is just constant i mean i wake up i used to wake up every morning and check twitter and now i like check it you know more than i ever have um, it's very surprising to me that it's, it's gone down like that. Yeah, over the past three months, Twitter share, shares have dropped 7.6% while they've gained 14 million, dollar, 14 million users. There is 166 million daily users. That number is going to go up. I'm hanging out with a couple teenagers now. Uh, Gabby's cousin's doing a lot of the manual labor here with me. Where does he get all his news? It's twitter.com. Or TikTok. He gets he gets his news through TikTok dances. Hell yeah. So I'm still bullish on Twitter. I still like it. Starbucks earning 6% less than expectations. Um, their, their stock is still higher than it should be. It's going for roughly $75 a share. If it was a little lower, if it was still in the pandemic valley, I would recommend buying it. We still have these stupid Ford stocks, which are just idiotic. They report they they reported they are ninety two percent less than they expected to, and their stock went up. I mean, isn't I'm not an expert, but isn't that how stocks work? No, just kidding. Obviously, uh, that's insane. Uh, Ford is ins- I have one share of Ford stock I got for free, and uh, I'm just going to keep it and see what happens. Yeah, this they've lost five. They're going to lose five billion dollars in the second quarter by June, and it's twice as large as analysts expected even a couple days ago. And why is it going up? 
speak. Yes, Gabby. So they, they've just kind of converted to making PPEs. They're going to do layoffs. And they do have cash through the end of the year. So Ford is valued as a company just because they know it'll be open in eight months. Uh, and, I mean, I feel like a lot of companies, too, now are are invested in. I mean, you have to stop the bleeding and do what you can while you can. You know, there's obviously there's, given the situation, you have to make your money where you can. But I also think there is social currency as far as like, look, we're helping. We're, we're developing PPEs. We're kind of like what Elon Musk did with the ventilators and things like that. It's like you buy your goodwill for later down the road. Yeah, and very, very quietly, they're building up national goodwill in the history that they did. Because like Ford, during World War II, they manufactured instruments of war, planes, weapons, etc. And very quietly, hiding behind this um, veil of patriotism, they have a Chinese plant running at 90% of capacity. So Uh, they, they are just making inroads in how to produce in coronavirus due to their studies in China, and they're going to bring it back to the United States. Ship it over. Yeah, ship those, uh, the Chinese, the Chinese uh, factory workers here and uh, get, get them to work here. Yeah, there is a great com- comment on this Barron's article I read. Credit to Stephen bon- Donnelly for saying if they merged with Norwegian Cruise Lines, it might st- help them stay afloat and they could change their name to Fjord Motors. <laughs> That's funny as hell. Yeah, Fjord, which is um, probably the the backbone of the joke that people hate most of mine, that com- comics like the most. That is, of course, the punchline referring to Norwegians as Fjordwaps. I stand by the joke. It's not, it's a good joke. It's a good joke. Um, AMC stocks are now worth less than a small popcorn at AMC theater. I saw that. How much is a small popcorn? Let me get. I'm gonna guess. Is it a small popcorn? Eight eight dollars. I believe it's six ninety nine. Six ninety nine. All right. So I'm a little high. And. Um, and now AMC Entertainment is in a fight with Universal Pictures, one of the biggest motion picture companies, because Universal made the animated kids movie Trolls World Tour available for digital rentals after its theatrical release was canceled. They made a, Didn't they make a killing? They made a ton of money uh, by doing that. They made $100 million in three weeks, and AMC is livid. They... It, they say it's a radical change by Universal to their business model that currently exists and represents nothing but downside for us and is categorically unacceptable to AMC Entertainment. So your stock is worth less than than popcorn, and now you're saying you won't license any Universal movies in any of your thousand theaters globally? I don't think that's good. I think we might be wanting to buy the popcorn here. Uh, I well, It's interesting because, I mean, there are a lot of, like, there's obviously... They make NBC Universal makes some of the biggest movies uh, out there, so it's funny for them to be like, they need AMC needs them to stay afloat, and yet now they're like, no, no, you can't come in here anymore. It's so it's so interesting. What a, what a wild play they're making. Yeah, I w- and you know, people in you know the Halloween the Hollywood reporters they're saying like, oh, the new Pete Davidson movie. King of Staten Island, written by friend of the show, Dave Cyrus. It's being moved to open on demand and it's being billed as like, that's how we're marketing it. When really 
AMC is not going to have it in their theaters, even if they're open. And it, it's it's a bold move for them to say you can't show your films in our theaters when all the theaters are closed. Yeah, it's kind of, it's a very empty threat. Um, yeah, you can't meet my girlfriend. She's in Canada. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to let you meet her because you know, because I said so, but also because she's not here. Yeah, uh, your film can't be shown in AMC theaters, and uh, you can't come in my hot tub when I get it. <laughs> I, I can't believe that movie trolls. I mean, that movie is I'm a firm believer in not everything is for me. Obviously, not everything is for you. Not everything is for everybody. But that movie looks insanely bad. Like, who is watching that movie? Even kids. I feel like even a kid would see that and be like, this is fucking stupid. I, I think you're really underestimating how stupid kids are. Kids will watch the static screen on a, on a television. Um Kids will watch songs from The Little Mermaid on loop, so I don't think they're they have exactly a sophisticated palette. It just blows me away. I remember seeing because Trolls was big in like the eighties, right? Wasn't that a whole thing, or maybe the nineties? No, Trolls was there were the there were the troll movie franchises in the eighties. There were the troll doll in the nineties, and I think this might be a new iteration of it. I just remember seeing those troll dolls in the nineties and being like, you play with troll dolls. I, that's like one of the first things I saw. And I was like, I do not want to hang out with you. Yeah. I think, uh, I think they're pretty ugly. I remember my aunt hated them. So we made an entire wreath of trolls to give her. So that was fun (laughs) for us. Uh, And just, just moving on to small people returning their small business loans, the small business, the Los Angeles Lakers, (laughs) a company worth, $3.7 $3.7 billion returned their loan from the U.S. government. How noble of you, Lakers. The fact that they were even able to get one is insane. Like, I understand that there were some companies that were applying for these and not really know what they were applying for. I can kind of understand that, you know. But the fact that somebody on the other end saw that they had applied and approved them is crazy. Yeah, and I can think of no worse fate for the American taxpayer than having to pay JaVale McGee. <laughs> He's already been paid enough. Yeah, I would I would rather they buy you sneakers than pay JaVale McGee. Well, that's yeah. I, I had not I did not know that. Um and I don't well to talk about giving back to you, did we talk about this last week? Uh, about Chris giving back theirs? Who gave it back? Roos Chris gave it back. Gave it back. Yeah, we did. That, that was us on the podcast. We uh, we broke that. I don't know if we broke that news, but we were uh, up in arms about it, and they gave it back. Hey, we are heroes here. We are fighting on the front lines of of government and fiscal corruption. That's what we do in our station of unemployment. That's right. I use my platform for good, goddammit. Yeah, and so let's talk about how stupid the American investors are. So... Gilead Sciences, they have an experimental drug, remdesivir, and it's doing very well in treating hospitalized COVID-19 patients. They have support from officials. They have support from governments. And their shares are going up in daily trading. However, in what we saw from Zoom earlier, companies with the similar trading abbreviation are also going up. It's the same thing with Zoom. It's the same thing as Zoom. And, of course, the beneficiary of this is none other than Gildan T-Shirts, the worst T-Shirt maker I have ever encountered. 
You know, there's no more disheartening um, feeling than someone giving you a T-shirt and you look at the tag, you see it's a Gildan. Yeah, I mean, what? Where are those? What, that's like a Walmart brand, am I correct? It's like a Walmart, just a not good, very cheap, very scratchy. I'd rather you make me a T-shirt out of uh, sand. Burlap. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Make me a T-shirt out of wool socks. Yeah, and you know what? If I'm hanging out in Sedona, Arizona, as I currently am, a, burl- a burlap T-shirt would go pretty well. Um, absolutely. I mean, it's it might be the, the look of the. Uh, the look of the Southwest. Yeah, people wear like parachute pants everywhere, and they're taken seriously. It's crazy. Um, yeah, what's it like out there? I mean, well, we don't. We can talk about this. We'll talk about this later. I'm very curious to what you're because you've spent a little bit of time out there, and I've never been out there really. So we can talk about that later. Let's talk more about these idiots buying up their uh, the wrong stock. Well, I think- did. I did witness some some guys in a Tai Chi class be recommended by their professor that they watch the film Zootopia, and I was playing football nearby. The instructor, I learned his name was Socrates, said. He hadn't seen a football in years. And then within 10 minutes of his, that statement, four guys showed up to play football with him. Uh, so that's a classic Socrates move if I've ever heard it. Yeah, and I'm sure that's not his real name. Um, we, if you're really going to pick a new name, are you going to pick the name of a famous pedophile? Socrates. I don't know. Socrates was a pedophile? I think so. I think all the famous Greek philosophers slept with their their prodigies. Yeah, I think you're right about that. Probably, yeah, that's that sounds right. Um, well, Socrates, uh, do you think the names are going to come back around? Like we're going to start to see, an, uh, like there's going to be someone named like Darwin and Aristotle. Absolutely, and they will be teaching Tai Chi classes in Sedona, Arizona. No <laughs> and, doubt about and, it. And, and avoiding footballs. So Boeing, what up? Um, there's a lot of debate over their stock buyback policies in the light of them getting a bailout the world over, and they're facing a dismal market for new planes with coronavirus, shelter-in-place orders, and the fact that their biggest-selling airplane has been grounded for nearly a year. So they lost nearly $650 million in the first quarter. They're seeking workforce reductions the, wor- the world over, and... Our economy, in a nutshell, they lost. They still made a revenue of sixteen point nine billion dollars. I hate Boeing. I hate airline companies. Uh, I am a loyal Delta card holder, but I still hate. Uh, I hate. I, I don't feel bad for them at all. I wish. I hope all the bad things happen to them and them alone. Yeah. So we we see all these stats. They're going to have deep layoffs. They're losing money like crazy. And of course, yesterday their their shares were up seven percent in morning training trading. You absolutely love to see it. Um, yeah, I mean, well, uh, Bo- Boeing has uh, had a rough couple months, and I welcome it. Uh, may they may they have a rough couple years. May their planes continue to crash, filled with CEOs. <laughs> yes, amen. Beautiful, and you know. Stuff like Boeing, we don't care about it, but a brand that a lot of people have really, especially from Gen X, hung their hat on, The Gap is facing a pretty hard go moving forward. So we know the apparel category was worse affected. Tilly, get down. Hold on. Fill time. The dog's on the bed. The dog's not allowed to be on the bed. 
Oh, how'd she get up there? Who let her up there? Gabby, you're supposed to be on dog watch. Damn it, Gabby. Uh, I have not bought anything from The Gap in a long time. Uh, I don't think The Gap is for me. I, I don't know. I don't know what The Gap is. Is it Old Navy? Is it not Old Navy? Is it H&M? Is it, is it Express? I mean, what is The Gap? I, I don't know. They're trying to make it fashionable. Uh, I don't know. To me, the, the Gap, if you shop at The Gap, you also wear Skechers. Uh, I don't know if that's true, but that's, that's, a, that's a statement I'm going to make. Yeah, you were cool in 1994. Exactly. It's it's great. Do you also have your? Do you still have your old navy American flag hoodie? I mean, come on. What, yeah, the gap. The gap. the gap owns old navy. The gap owns Banana Republic, and they own the new athletic clothing company, Athleta. Athleta, old navy. What was the other one you said? And Banana Republic. And Banana I, Republic, and they will judge you by the company that you keep. I'm out on the gap. Banana Republic, I don't think so. Uh, yeah, that's for dads who aren't cool enough to wear Tommy Bahama. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And that's all you need to know. If you're not cool enough to wear Tommy Bahama, there's a problem. Yeah, and the gap, you know, I watched the film Reality Bites last week. Wonderful movie. It really resonated with me. And a backbone of, of this movie is how much, how important the gap is to these young 20 somethings. And now. They're caught in a retail catastrophe with a quarter million non-essential stores closed. There's going to be 9,000 9, – last year, 9,000 traditional retailers closed up, and well-known ban- brands are already filing for bankruptcy. So early on in this thing, April 9th, the Gap noted that they they had $1.7 billion in cash to get through this. And then last week, Gap announced that they had blown through half that cash thanks to its idle store fleet and then raised a bunch of money and secured junk bonds and other financial movers. And now they're pulling a cheesecake factory. They are skipping rent payments and they're starting to negotiate with landlords. So their shares, which traded above $18 January 1st, are now below $7. So now they are in a situation where they're probably going to close many of their stores and they're going to only open the trademark flagship most profitable shops. And I believe I lost Matt Backus. Like I just got a, my that dinosaur came up and was like, you're not connected to the Internet anymore. And I'm like, you son of a bitch. Yeah, it is weird. Every time we really trash a brand, our internet cuts out. Big Brother might not be watching, but he's listening to Hold My Bread. And, and Re- he's doing it while wearing Gap shitty jeans and uh, a crew neck. Retail is in trouble. Companies can lose money and their stocks skyrocket. In the face of this pandemic affecting our global economy, nothing has been resolved. Nothing has been changed or fixed. But we are here to report on it and to try and make a little bit of money off it. Yeah, so I'm just trying to get my slice. Yeah, you will get your slice, you will get your sneakers, and we will be back next week with a thousand dollars in new trades. That'll be a, a fun fun episode for sure. Yeah, I'm excited. Looking forward to next week. Uh, feeling optimistic um, for the first time in a while. Uh, anything you'd like to go out on? Uh, yes, I am Joel Walkowski on Instagram. I'm the Walkowski on Twitter. I'm doing a football podcast that's a lot of fun. Pile it on. It comes out every Thursday. 
and then um, my game show, In Action, on the Props Network comes out every Monday. We had a really funny episode with Tom Takar and Tommy McNamara about Michael Jordan on Monday. Donnie Sengstack played MJ. Don't worry, no face paint was used. So go support those. Matt, do you have anything to plug? I got nothing, unfortunately. I'm still just coasting, uh, you know, hoping something will shake out for me. But uh, follow me on Instagram at Matt Backus sucks on Twitter at Matt Backus. Um, that's about it. Support all of Joel's uh, podcasts and things. And, uh, you know, that's about it for me. Thanks for listening. Make that money, folks. Bye bye. <laughs>